My name is Lene McClellan, and I'm a salon owner in Chelsea, Michigan, and the creator of Radioactive. I've been inspired by the people I get to talk to every day to create a platform for those in and around our community to tell their stories, share what's important to them, and help us uncover what makes us human. Visit RadioactiveChelsea.com to see how you can get involved. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining me for this episode of Radioactive Chelsea. I am here with my friend Kelly Goodell. I met Kelly a few years ago. She was working the Smoke and Ale Fall Festival, and I bonded with her quite a bit. One thing to know about her is she's got a total no BS kind of personality. In fact, you can find her on Facebook and in her biography profile, it says truth teller, period. And whether or not it's an easy truth to take, she tells it. Kelly is an astrological consultant and an intuitive guide. And while listening to this podcast, if you're interested in checking out her website, you can do so at www.kellygoodell.com. That's K-E-L-L-Y-G-O-O-D-E-L-L.com. Hi, Kelly. Hi, Lynn. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Um, I was hoping you could tell our audience right out the gate, what is an astrological consultant and an intuitive guide? So I chose the, the name astrological consultant because I take a very pragmatic approach to astrological natal chart readings and astrological transit readings. For me, it's about the energies that you have available in your natal chart when you are born, and also working with the transit energies of the planets as they move through their phases and how that affects your chart. And taking those you know, from a business perspective and saying, how can I use those energies? How can I work with them effectively? How can I uh, work around obstacles and challenges? You know, What can I use that's already there? felt more kind of like a consulting aspect than it did an astrologer aspect. So there's the intuitive, astrological, and mathematical patterns, you know, in your chart. And then there is how do we pragmatically use that to move forward in our evolutionary growth. Okay. So that's the astrological consultant piece. An intuitive guide is really... Um, you know, I have empathic abilities. I have uh, what's called claircognizance. It's just kind of a psychic knowing. Um, and I've got little bits and pieces of other types of, they're called clairs. So clairvoyance, clairaudience, where you hear something, um, claircognizance, where you know something, clairvoyance, where you see something. You know, there's clairsentience, where you can feel but the two things that are the most strongly developed in me are the empathic ability, the ability to feel uh, what others are feeling, and the claircognizance to just know uh, a psychic knowing, you know. Um, so I use those to help people uh, access their own guidance and their own ability because everybody has it. When did you start to realize you have those abilities? So I was about eight and I had a slumber party and all of my friends were there and my parents had one of those um, hanging phones 
the rotary dial. Mm -hmm. On the wall? On the wall. And it was unplugged and it was leaning on against a dresser um, on the floor. And I picked it up and I said, hello, hello, just joking around and playing because I was eight. And a voice came back and said, hello. And the way the voice said that was, we're here and you know we're here and you need to talk to us. And I hung up the phone really quickly and my mom said, what's wrong? And I said, there is somebody on the other end. And she said, no, there wasn't. And that was it. And I kind of shut it off after that. Okay. Because it was scary and it was not what I expected. And it was not something that my mom was able to uh, validate for me. So I was about, I don't know, in my mid-20s before I really started to acknowledge that that was something that I needed to uh, build the muscle again. You know, start working with that, acknowledging it, understanding it. How were you able to re-engage? <clears throat> you know... Astrology was a big step for that. That was kind of the baby step. It's like, okay, let me just look at this because there is something in astrology is very mathematical. There are undeniable patterns. I, I mean, there just are. If you look at it and look at the geometry of the chart, um, the way that the planets interact with each other, there is a base math there. That is, it is what it is. But there's also the intuitive uh, interpretation of how those energies work together. And part of that was, the intuitive part was me re-engaging and saying, okay, I can, I'm comfortable with this right now. I can engage my intuition in this way. And it really opened up the door for me to be able to take steps to get more comfortable with how I was intuitively and how I was able to uh, connect in a psychic and intuitive way to the collective. Okay. So as far as like the, for the astrological chart part of it, yeah. for clarification, not just for my audience, but for me too, it's basically from what I am gathering and in, an interpretation of where the earth and the sun and the planets how they're all aligned, how they're all kind of rotating around each other at any given point of time and the effect that it has on that, like almost in a zodiac kind of sense. Sort Is that right? Sort of. So, yes, you're on the right track. Um, okay. If the, you know, the astrological, your natal chart is the positioning of the planets when you were born. And they all, because of the math, again, going back to the math, they all interact with each other in a particular way, and they're called aspects. And certain aspects have certain energies. Certain planets have certain energies. So if they're interacting with one another, you're going to take the energy of the planets and the energy of the aspect, and it's all integrated into a... I like to use sentences, you know. So if you have, let's say, Mars, which is the planet of... Um, action, how you assert yourself, interacting with Neptune, which is really uh, who you are spiritually. So you have those two, those two energies that have to be integrated, how you assert yourself and who you are spiritually, and how they interact with each other is going to affect how they integrate. You following me? I think so. Okay, so if you have 
a square, Mars square Neptune. The square is indicative of a little bit more integration is required. More effort is required to integrate those two energies of those planets. If you've got a conjunction, which represents uh, unity and um, kind of enmeshed and they're very, um, they work very well together, it doesn't take so much effort to integrate those two energies. So, you know, how the planets are talking to each other varies a lot when you're looking at the charts and can make a huge difference in how you integrate, how you assert yourself with how you are spiritually. If you're Mars, how you assert yourself is conjunct your Neptune, how you are spiritually. There's a good chance that you are able to integrate those two energies and assert your spirituality out into the world. If you've got a square, they're going to be kind of fighting with each other a little bit so that there's not, it's going to take more effort for you to assert who you are spiritually in the world. And these are, this is all information that you draw from the chart and then use it as an interpretation or part of your consultation. Correct. With your client. Right. So if we have someone who's got a Mars square Neptune, then I would talk to them about, you know, you're going to have trouble asserting who you are spiritually or you're going to be challenged in some way to assert yourself spiritually. So, you know, that's something that you need to be aware of when you're working with that part of your uh, person, that part of your soul. You know, there's going to be some blocks and some obstacles and some challenges that you're going to encounter. Nothing bad. Just, you know, it's great to know that because then you know you're going to have to push a little harder. You're going to have to work a little harder to integrate that. There are going to be other places where you don't have to work that hard. Right. You know? Hmm. So for the audience, for reference, because um, I, I feel like the timestamp is really important for this episode, we are in the middle of June right now, and Kelly did a chart reading for me in February for my birthday, which would be May 25th, 2020, and it reads until May 25th, 2021. Correct. And what that ended up looking like, I was there were certain aspects of it that I couldn't envision, I couldn't relate to, and others I think I maybe tried to incorporate it into my life where it was as it stood in February. Not, and this was prior to the whole COVID-19 thing, something that I at no point would ever predict that what March, April, May and June was going to look like. And her reading for my birthday, May 25th to May 25th, looking back was so spot on to where I ended up being when the chart was applicable. And it has to do with transformation and emotion and, you know, business ventures and things of all that that I never would have foreseen coming in February when she had done my chart reading, but it wasn't applicable to February. It's applicable May to May. So one of the things that I was extremely impressed with and grateful for was Kelly not only gave me the sheets, the charts for me to reference, 
but she gave me the recording of my reading. So I really found it incredibly useful when I was presented with all of these challenges during quarantine and where I was as an individual and to be able to go back and listen to it, it gave, gave me so many aha moments. And honestly, it really helped to inspire me to start listening to my own gut and my own intuition. Because there are things that you question in times of uncertainty and yourself shouldn't be one of them. So I'm forever grateful for my chart reading, especially for the year <laughs> that we've decided to do it. Yeah, that's, you know, that that's really one of the things when I work with people on a, you know, in an intuitive guidance session. So I have the natal chart reading, I do the intuitive guidance session, and then I have something that I call energy mapping. And the intuitive guidance is really, you know, you learning how to trust yourself, trust the information that you are getting from your intuition, trust your trust the information that's coming in a way that you're not used to receiving it. You know, there are everybody is able to do that. Everybody's able to tune in and for us to get quiet and be able to trust ourselves, not second guess, not question, not ask why or how or trust yeah trust you know if you can trust yourself you get a different baseline for operating in the world that's the truth so that's that's really that's a huge thing for working in those intuitive guidance sessions it's really intuitive guidance about how to trust yourself I, I can picture, I went for a run and I had left my phone in my car and my car was in the shop and I was running in the woods and it hit me, my next business venture. Mm -hmm. And it hit me exactly what I want it to look like. I almost fell on the ground. I was like, this is it. Yeah. And then I started running through all of the thoughts in my head. And I'm like, oh my God, this is what Kelly was talking about. And it felt so right. Yes. I've brought it up to a couple different people to bounce ideas off of them. And every single person is like, well, I don't know if that's going to work in Chelsea or why don't you give it 10 days and let it soak in. Uh, I can't really see that happening in that location. Um, and I feel so strongly about it. It hasn't, it hasn't gone away. And that right. and feeling like I can trust myself mm -hmm. is invaluable. It is. Um, you know, and I will tell you that that is the way that intuition happens. You know, you're washing the dishes and all of a sudden something comes to you. And it has nothing to do with anything about anything. Right. That you that's that is an intuitive message for you. And most people just like, well, where did that come from? And I wonder why I thought about that. And they kind of derail off on how this insight came to them. Don't don't derail. Stay with the insight and go with it. Follow it. Go where it leads. Don't worry about how or why or what or when or where or what. None. That's not how intuition works. Mm -hmm. It's just not. 
you know, so that's a great start in listening to your gut, listening to your intuition, trusting yourself that you know, and trusting that you are connected to the collective, you are connected to your higher self, and that's where the message is coming from. Well, and I think it helps too that I had that chart to fall back on. Yes. And one thing that I love about you and the services that you provide is you're, you have studied so many different avenues of how to reach the same message, mm -hmm. such as neurobiology mm -hmm. and energy healing and all these things that are interconnected, but they're incredibly different from each other. Right. That's something that I value so much in you. Because for I feel like for some people, it could come off as hocus pocus. Right. And that's okay, too. Yeah. But you really kind of pull from all of these different avenues. Right. If you go to my website, you'll see all of the things that I use when I'm doing, you know, natal chart readings and intuitive guidance sessions and energy mapping. And there's a lot of stuff because I felt like it was important to be able to speak to everybody in a language that they understand. And I'm a registered yoga teacher, so I've been through the 200-hour certification that is required to do the registered, you know, to be a registered yoga teacher. And one of the things that I found when I was teaching yoga is that I would always talk about the physical piece of the pose, like exactly what muscles it was working. I would talk about the breath and how the breath was moving through. I would talk about the chakras and the energy piece of the pose and I would talk sometimes a little bit about yoga philosophy you know and the people in my classes could pick and choose what they were going to hear mm -hmm. that would help them move their yoga practice forward so I feel like my job is to put it all out there and you know it doesn't matter if it works it matters if it's useful that's really how I look at it. You know, I incorporate uh, energy work, um, intuition. Um, I do like root work stuff, you know. I practice planetary magic and natural magic and practical magic and, you know, hoodoo. And yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of like everything, you know, I work with all kinds of things. And in addition to those kind of alternative healing methods or whatever you want to call them. I read stuff about polyvagal nerve theory and cognitive behavioral therapy and, you know, how your body processes trauma, how trauma affects your brain. Um, you know, I'm not leaving out the physical scientific piece of all of this. It Because it affects your body. It affects your physical body. So... Those are all things that I draw from to help whoever I'm working with hear what they need to hear to get where they want to go. Since your 20s, when you decided to re-engage with your abilities, did you notice that they were evolved from when you were eight? Or was there ever a time from your 20s till now that you feel as if your abilities have evolved? So I did re-engage, but I was kind of at the same place as when I left off at eight. It was, it's building a muscle. You know, the more you work with it, the more familiar you become, the more 
the more engaged you are, the the better you are at recognizing how that particular muscle works for you. So as you move forward with those abilities and as you continue to work with those abilities, you get used to how they give you information. You know, just like when you see, you, you don't even think about how you see. You know, so as you continue to work with that, it continues to um, become more just kind of part of who you are. So then at what point did you decide to take your abilities and offer them to the public? You know, I've been studying astrology for about 20 years. Um, and I've done lots of charts for a lot of people. And it occurred to me with all of the stuff that's happening in the world with COVID and the pandemic and, you know, things were really up in the air and I got quiet and the answer that came to me was you need to be doing this is time it is time you need to engage with this and you need to work this muscle and you need to give other people the information that you have so they can build their muscles and the way that I know how to do that and the way that I feel familiar and comfortable and knowledgeable and confident doing that is through natal chart readings and intuitive guidance on energy mapping. So that's what I did. So one thing that really caught my eye on your website, which again is kellygoodell.com, you say, we are all connected by spirit, energy, and soul. If I do my own work to vibrate higher, it makes the collective vibrate higher. And that, to me, tells me that that's your reason why, your internal reason why. And it makes me want to vibrate higher. Right. <laughs> well, we all want to vibrate higher, don't we? <laughs> Not like that. But... Um, <laughs> You know, it, it to me, it is, it's not necessarily about me trying to make people better or anybody, you know, everybody is perfect as they are, right? They're good. Everybody is good as they are. I know I can do better. I can be better. And I can send out that energy to the collective to increase kind of the baseline. You know, you, we're, it's all, it's working to help the collective. You know, I, I hesitate to use the word help. Like I'm, you know, I'm not the only one. We can all do that work. But the impetus for me doing the work is being clearer, being more clear about who I am, being confident in who I am, um, being grateful and gracious about who I am so that I can be that way to other people. And then inspire other people to be that way. Right. I mean, it's maybe, a domino maybe effect. not. Yeah, I Could would be. hope so. I would hope so. But, you know, me being gracious with myself, trusting myself, knowing that, um, you know, that I am doing the best thing for me to be the best person I can be in this world 
helps me to be that way for other people. I can grant other people grace. I can give them a little bit more room. I can, you know, give them a little bit more leeway. I don't have to be so rigid, you know. That doesn't mean I'm not going to say the things, because I'm going to say the things. <laughs> but I'm going to come from a place of, of kindness and compassion and not from judgment. And that's really what's the most important to me. Perfect. Would you mind going over the services that you do offer sure. on your website? Right. So I'll just t I'll touch on the three main services. We talked a lot about the astrological chart reading, the natal chart reading. Mm -hmm. And that's a great base reading for getting an idea of what I call the energetic diagram of your soul. That tells you really where your energies sit based in your, on your natal chart and how you can work with them the most effectively and the most efficiently. Um, and then I do a, a follow-up session to the natal chart reading where we can dive a little deeper into things that come up for you that you might want to explore further. It's a great way to add on to the natal chart reading and help you get a couple ideas about steps to take forward because your natal chart reading is really about, you know, how, how do I use the energies that I have to evolve and grow in this lifetime? You know, um, the other, the next thing is the intuitive guidance session. We talked a little bit about that. Mm -hmm. That's really helping you get in touch with your own intuition so that you can use your own intuitive guidance, right? Learning how to recognize how that knowledge comes to you. Um, and then the other service I offer is something that I call energy mapping, and that takes uh, a really in-depth look at where you focus your energy, known and unknown. We spend a lot of time thinking about, well, I have to do this thing for work, and I have to do this thing for my family, and I'm, I need to put in time to work out, and, you know, I want to, like, clean the flower beds on Saturday. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about emotional energies that you put in place that you may not be using effectively. I can give you an example from my own life. I spent a lot of time resisting being known publicly, which is why it took me a long time to get this website going and offer these services and you know, part of that was just a resistance to people knowing that part of who I am. And once I actually let people see that and let that be known, a huge amount of energy was freed up because of how much energy I was putting into resisting being known. And it affected everything. It was, it affected my intimate relationships. It affected my friendships. It affected, you know, casual relationships that I have with people, all of it was about resisting them knowing that piece of me. And once I was able to let that go and be seen for that, a huge amount of energy freed up for me to be able to focus on other things. How were you able to decipher that that is where a large amount of energy was going I feel like that's something that I would subconsciously do and not think about it. I guess that's the point of energy mapping. Sure. And that's really what it is. So we spend a lot of time and a lot of energy on things that we're not really aware of. 
Right. And so that energy mapping is kind of getting into, okay, I don't want to know what how many hours you worked. I want to know where you're putting emotional energy in your life that either isn't necessary or is a misappropriation of that energy, right? Yeah. I don't need to do that. I don't need to resist people knowing me. I don't. And look at you. Now you're embracing it. Right. And some of it's just retrospectively, you know, I realized. And also I could feel it. I could feel that energy free up when I put in place the things that would make me be known. So. Cool. How would I go about scheduling a consultation with you? So you can email me at kelly at kellygoodell.com. You can call me at 248-919-8099. And what I like to do if we're going to schedule a session is I like to have just a brief conversation, a five to 10 minute conversation about what we're gonna do, um, what kind of session you want. You can say that in the email and just a little bit about you. I like to connect with you uh, and your energy intuitively so that I get a better sense of how I need to direct the session if we need to do that. Okay. Yeah. Do a video call. We can FaceTime. We can meet in person if that's, you know, geographically feasible. Mm-hmm. Um, I am very open to doing a session in whatever way serves the client. Okay, great. And locally, you'll be around town. You'll be at Breathe Yoga on June 21st. Correct. With Sue Whitmarsh. Yep, we're doing a new moon uh, yoga flow, I think is what Sue called it. So we're going to talk about the cancer new moon and how to use those cancer energies to manifest uh, things that you want in your life that is part of the new moon energy as well. What are the cancer energies? So cancer is very focused on home. Um, There's family, um, mother. uh, A lot of it has to do with your body. Cancer is ruled by the moon. So there's some uh, intuitive and subconscious energies that are floating around with cancer. Um, So yeah, it's kind of working with that stuff and working in that area to manifest things in in that area of your life great yeah how would i get involved with that so you can go to breathe yoga sue's got a um an an event set up Uh, you can find it on my facebook page Um, i'll set it up as an event and share it as well so it'll be on there and you can register at breathe yoga I think it's $15. Excellent. Yeah. Well, I do, I have to say, Kelly, I feel so fortunate to have met you. And I'm so grateful for everything that you've done for me, just being in my circle. Thank you. Um, Again, it's www.kellygoodell.com. And if you would like to get a hold of me, Radioactive Chelsea, you can do so on the website, radioactivechelsea.com.